Hey folks, producer Richard here, just letting you know that we recorded this episode while Mary Payne was on vacation, and she had a few problems with her mic when we first got started on recording. So the first few minutes, five, six minutes of this episode, Mary Payne's audio sounds pretty bad, but I wanted to let you know that it clears up. We got it fixed, and it clears up after about uh, after about five or six minutes. There's also a weird jump where her mic wasn't picking up some audio, uh, so a little bit of this of this episode had to get cut out. You might hear uh, uh, Anthony and Mary Payne talking about some stuff that sounds a little bit of out of context. That's because of the other audio problem we have. We want to apologize to you, our listeners, and to Anthony for the, the, the challenges with this episode. But all in all, I think it came out great, and uh, we really hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. Hey, y'all, it's Mary Payne Gilbert, and welcome to Payne in the Pod. I'm coming to you this week from the beach. So if the sound is a little different, that's because I'm not in my normal spot. So that's exciting for me, and I hope it sounds good for you. And like always, I want to thank you so much for listening and remind you Payne in the Pod's on Patreon, and that's where you can get bonus content and support the podcast. So if you go over to patreon.com slash Payne in the Pod, you can check it out. And speaking of Patreon, over there, I have an interview with the hilarious Amy Phillips of Sirius XM. And her show is where I first discovered my guest. Today's guest is Anthony Lario of Tony's Tea Corner. Anthony is a comedian and he's an actor with a very funny podcast and a very funny Instagram. So Anthony, welcome to the show. Hey, Mary Payne. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy we got to get together and do this. Um, you were in my dream last night. I, I dreamed that you gave me a hard time about my name, that you were like, I don't understand the two names. You're like, I'm from Jersey. I don't get it. And then I was telling you, like, it's like Mary Elizabeth or like Mary Ann, like the Catholic girls. And you're like, now I get it. No, I get it. Well, I actually have a cousin named Judy Ann. It's not Judy. It's Judy Ann. So right. I'm like, I get it, Mary Payne. Okay, Pain thank you. Pod. I got thank you. you. All right. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about um, your podcast. Now, we've got some things we're going to have to work through here. So you previously had a podcast that I loved called Tony's Tea Corner. Yes. And that's where I heard you first on Amy Phillips' show, and you were always talking about that. Um, and let's talk about how that specific podcast was born was it born out of your Instagram? Because your Instagram is pretty funny and you had this character called Uncle Tony. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I had this character, Uncle Tony, um, and it, I, I've had trouble really pinpointing the genesis of like where Uncle Tony started. So a couple of my friends are like fighting over like, no, I started Uncle Tony. I started Uncle <laughs> Tony. And I'm like, okay, I think I started Uncle Tony, first of all. But um, I think it was because, you know, I would have a couple glasses of Cabernet and um, we're all Italian over here. And I would get into this like kind of format where I would corner people and be like, all right, talk to me. Like, what's going on? And and everybody's like, oh, Uncle Tony's like coming out to play. Like, he's going to corner you with the wine and like really try to have some counter table talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and and so, you know, I'm, I'm I'm close friends with Margaret Joseph from New, New Jersey Housewives. And, and we were talking one day and she said, you have so much to offer. You have so many good insights about, you know, the housewives and the whole Bravo world and pop culture in general. And on top of it, you got this like funny Instagram. Why don't you try to find a way to combine all three of them? Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, she she gave me a little tidbit right there. And then I just sat down um 
buy my MacBook on GarageBand one day and just created the first episode. And then, you know, it got a, a bunch of press pickups eventually because I had some housewives on that said pretty salacious things. And, and from there, it just kind of took off and became branded a little bit by accident as kind of a Bravo podcast. Yeah. So to explain what your background is, because I've heard you sing um, oh, on your podcast, you. on your Instagram. So obviously <laughs> you have some sort of performing arts background. Yeah, I mean, the dream, obviously, my whole life was uh, to be on Broadway. I mean, um, as cliche as you can make it, like little theater kid from from Jersey wants to be on Broadway. And and I have a passion for singing and songwriting. um, And I would often find myself like making like little parodies of songs. Like instead of Jar of Hearts by Christina Perry, I'd be like singing it super seriously on the piano and start saying Jar of Farts instead of Jar of Hearts. And and um, farting will always get a laugh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Classic, classic bathroom jokes. And I, uh, you know, that that was kind of my background. And I, I found um, getting into college and stuff and and doing performance studies classes that I was really into putting myself in somebody else's shoes because um, I've considered myself a true empath. And and, you know, I like to understand where people are coming from. And on top of it, you know, really almost try to act like them or or do my own version of their voice not just like the tonality of their voice but like where they get their thoughts from like what are they going to say next so that kind of more metaphorical voice and um yeah i mean i'm in love with acting and, and singing in theater and and um I'm, I'm a big dramedy guy i like comedy and drama together like something that's really funny but comes from a from a dark place you know Right, like Orange is the New Black or something like that. Yeah, Big Little Lies, something like that. I love that. Oh, I love that too. Mm-hmm. So you have had some great guests. You've had Heather McMahon, my, my girl from Mississippi. Oh, um, love her. You've had Perez. You've had Peggy Sulahan. You've yeah. had Amber. Now, now Amber and the Marcheses are problematic. And so they are from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. And they are problematic because, for my listeners who don't know, they are, you know, there's a there's a Republican and then there's a Trump supporter and then there's like an avid Trump supporter and they fall into mm-hmm. that category and they say some very, very uh, homophobic, racist, horrible things on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. So how, how did you find that interview and how did you sort of reckon yourself with it, being that you are friends with some of these New Jersey ladies? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. All of that came out after our interview. And I feel conflicted. And I this is part of the reason why I'm like stepping away um, from like having housewives and former housewives on because, um, you know, you get associated with them almost in a weird way. So when I had her on, she was great, um, funny. You know, right when I started out, I was like, people miss these old housewives. They want to know what's going on with them. And it'd be fun to dish on the past stuff. So we really just focused on the show. And and she seemed really lovely. Um, and she kept in touch. And, you know, she would say, what are you doing? We never actually, like, got lunch or dinner or anything. But she would check in um, and was very supportive. So when when the very first thing came out about Amber's husband going on the rampage about Christmas and we support you, Kevin Hart, Christmas is ruined by gay children. Oh um, I Can know. Can you imagine having such horrible things come out of your mouth? I mean, it's so I shocking. Know. It's bad. And, and I texted her 
And I said, was your husband hacked? And she said, no, don't pay attention to that. And made it seem like it, it wasn't her it wasn't her views. Um, lo and behold, just this past summer, all this stuff comes out about the son and them not sending him to school because he is gay. And they obviously think that being gay is some type of aversion because they're calling the kids pedophiles at the school and all this shit. Oh so, yeah. So, you know, I, I've completely kind of separated. I'm debating on whether going back and just like scrapping the whole episode. So like you can't even look it up. And it's a shame because I do, I, I do have empathy for her. I don't think she's like a monster. I just think that this is, a monstrous behavior. Right. And she could be yeah. uh, monstrously um, influenced by her monstrous husband. Oh, he's horrible. It, it, I mean, I'm not afraid to say that. He is just, he's horrible and it's a disgrace, um, you know, because Bravo is such a gay friendly network and to have something like that come out is like really disturbing. It's very disturbing. So let's go on to uh, my favorite guest that you have on your podcast. And your podcast is really about just like, dishing and talking and it's not necessarily mm-hmm. like this week we're going to only talk about this it sort of goes around yeah. and your uh your mom comes on and she's quite a character oh she's amazing she is the best cooking with gina cooking with gina and um <laughs> now your mom it seems pretty young and hip she is she she's she's a uh it's so funny because whenever i describe to to people um you know, down the shore, wherever I am, usually older people, I'm like, oh, yeah, this lady, she's pretty young. She's like 53, 54. And they're like, I'm, I love that you say that that's young. And I'm like, well, it is young. Yeah. I mean, th- that's a That's a young. Age. I mean, I look at my mom. I think that's what I base it off of. I'm like, my mom's like 53, 54. She's young. Yeah. Um, so I I mean, it's so cliche. Age is just a number, but it is kind of. Yeah. I mean, th- thank you. I'm, I'm 50. So as a, as a 50 year old lady, Amazing. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so do you just, you have um, one brother that comes on the show as well? Yeah, Dominic. Mm-hmm. He he is the, um, I don't want to say antithesis of me, but it's like if you took me and folded me inside out, that's Dominic. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and when you, in your podcast on Tony's Tea Corner, you said a, a few times, like, we have something in the works and there's something going on with my family. Was there something yeah. being filmed? And if so, can you say what it is? Yeah, I I can a little bit. I can kind of um, tippy-toe around it. So we were approached by a production company last summer with a couple of names attached. Um, One was Polly Calafiore from The Challenge and and Big Brother and Cara Maria, who he's dating, who's also from The Challenge. And we filmed a little pilot, um, which was being passed around. Um, And then specifically, we were reached out to by Bravo for this comedy type prank show. Um, So there's nothing set in stone yet. But part of me, you know, I I feel like the universe drops you these little nuggets. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you know what, maybe I can't talk about this. And I can't talk about this if I want to be involved with this network. And I want to be involved with this. Um, And not not talk about it, but not like get too salacious with it. And so... Yeah, we never know what's happening with it. My, I like to call my mom, like, she always has one foot in the door, one foot out. So, like, for example, she was offered a show. Do you know Aisha Curry, Steph Curry's wife? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's doing this cooking show on NBC. And, you know, she she had, she had was ready to go in for her, her interview and everything. And then just last second, she said, I don't want to do it anymore. She got cold feet. Ooh. So that's a constant back and forth that we deal with. Okay, so... 
talking about your projects, that's going to lead me into my next topic. But first, we're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back with Anthony Lario and we're going to talk about his next project. This episode is brought to you by HP+. In a world full of smart devices, shouldn't your printer be smart too? It is with HP+. These printers know when they're running low, so you always get the ink you need delivered right when you need it. Plus, you save up to 50% on ink, so you can print whatever you want, as much as you want, any time you want. Huh, that is pretty smart. Get six free months of instant ink when you choose HP+. Conditions apply. Visit hp.com smart for details. All right, we're back from our break. I'm here with Anthony Lario. Now, we've talked about your possible television projects that could be coming up. Now, tell me, this is breaking news, and if I had that little sound effect, I'd put it in. Breaking news here at Pain in the Pod. You're going to tell us about a new podcast you have coming up. Yeah, so um, I on my Instagram, I'm obsessed with the song That's the Way It Is by Celine Dion. And um, I do all these videos like of me lip syncing it in different situations. And, um, you know, Heather McMahon posted me on her Instagram story and I her influence is unbelievable. So I gained this whole new following that was obsessed w- with that video. And the song makes me so happy. And it I, I had this creative kind of like spurt. And I was like, you know what? I want to dive into doing a podcast just about being funny. And I want to figure out a way to get my Instagram stories into a podcast. And the first thing that came to my head was, you know what, that's the way it is. And so, (laughs) so, so, um, and I looked it up, there's no copyright, whatever, because it's a commonly used phrase. So I can use that's the way it is. It's not, Celine's not going to come after you. She's not going to come after me. And I'm going to record my own cover of that's the way it is and make it the theme song. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love it. And so what is this new podcast? What's going to be the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's going to be like the theme, the background, the, yeah. the outline of it? How are you going to work it? Well, the theme is going to be the same as Tony's Tea Corner, which is catharsis. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to have funny people on in my life and funny celebrities. I kind of like the idea of, you know, like having my mom on one day and her, you know, telling me about the shit that's happened to her in her life. Um, and how she kind of turned that around and made it cathartic. And now she's this like hilarious character of a woman. Um, and you know, I've talked to Dave Portnoy from Barstool, who I'm like kind of obsessed with like his whole character. And he's, he's so funny. And I know that there's some deep stuff going on there. He went through this horrible divorce and I, he's going to come on, you know, tell us about he went from this dark place into being funny. And, um, you know, that's kind of what it's about. The theme is catharsis, but more so turning the dark stuff into and from your life into comedy. All right. Okay. I can get behind that. So this stuff kind of all goes into why you love the dramedies and all that. So when is this new podcast? So Tony's Tea Corner will go um, into podcast history and maybe we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. It might come back one day. We, we never know. I, I just feel like I'm, I think I'm good at knowing when something is over. Um, it was so, it was so short-lived. It, How could it be over? I loved it. Well, it's not. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that it's over. Okay. I just feel this break. Like, I feel like a break. There's other things coming at me. I just got a new job in which I can't really talk about certain Bravo content. And, you know, I, I kind of, in a way, like, 
manipulated my listeners almost because I gained my following from talking about Bravo and and having these Bravo celebrities on and these articles come out. And so now I kind of feel like I'm doing what Taylor Swift did with pop music. She like trapped all her fans with country and then she switched over to pop. So like that's kind of what I'm doing here. And and I feel, you know, more fulfilled when I have people like my mom on my show or my brother or my friends. Um, and it's not just something that you'll get for clickbait, aka like Leanne Locken said this about Deandra. Like I'm, I'm over like the spilling the tea thing for right now. And um, okay. I said to I said to Amy and and over at Sirius, I said if you want me to come in and still talk about the shows, I will. I'm not opposed to doing it, but I feel like for my personal brand right now, I want to do what people respond to best, which is my Insta stories, and transfer that over to a podcast. Okay. Now you mentioned new job. Can you say more about that? If you can't, if I, you can't, if it's a secret, it's all right. But I feel like I'm breaking I news. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot at this time, but I will be able to soon. You know, I'm doing brand. I'm doing some, I'm really diving into what I went to school for, which is public relations and branding. Okay. And, and, I, um, you know, didn't have any luck working with with clients that I really wanted to work for. And I have all these ideas um, for people and and I never quite know how to put it into the universe because, you know, you got to get connected with these people. You got to find something stable. So I took a break from trying to brand other people and just was like, okay, screw it. I'll brand myself. Um, and, and now that I'm at a point where I feel like I have branded myself a good amount, I've gotten on certain shows that I've wanted to go on. I've gotten the press that I've wanted to get. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to like take what I've learned by doing it literally trial and error and do it to somebody else. So I do have a celebrity client that I'm working with. Um, and, 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 you know, I think that people will find out on their own, um, because it's going to be pretty obvious at some point. Okay. Well, that is, um, like triple, uh, triple teaser. So, yeah. so when, um, when, <laughs> when does, um, that's the way it is. When does that drop as the kids say? Oh, it's going to come. It's going to come right around my favorite holiday, Halloween. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. We're breaking it out. Halloween. First one is going to be a giant, funny Halloween episode. Um, and I, I'm so excited about it because I'm obsessed with Halloween and, and everything that co- comes with it. Um, so is this, is so, this yeah. podcast, um, that's the way it is. Is that going to be more like produced? Because your other one was a little more just sort of casual sitting with the conversation. Is this other one going to be more, uh, more produced? Yeah, it's going to be a lot more produced. And and I'm happy you asked that because that's what I'm like doing right now. So I want to get it recorded and have my episodes, you know, my my 20 really good episodes recorded and done. And then I want to put them out each week. Between now because, and October, you're going to, and, and where we're in August, between now and October, you're going to record 20 episodes and put them out? My goal, my goal is to get at least five. 10 yeah at least five to ten recorded okay and then by then and then and then you know go from there um but i'm working on getting guests um i have my little brother interning for me so is he a paid or an unpaid intern um he gets paid when he says anthony like let's go to mcdonald's i need a big mac and i'm like okay i'll take you to the drive just supersize it yeah, yeah, <laughs> super size for him, free of charge. Um, and, and you know, he, he's into this kind of stuff too. 
in a, and he won't really admit it, but he he likes How old it. How is your brother, Dominic? Um, uh, Dominic is twenty years old, and it's so crazy. I, I in my head, I'm always like, oh, the kids like. 17 like 15 16 years old but he's growing up and he's he's really turned out to be a really funny guy and we have a good rapport together so he's going to be on the show a lot same with my mom okay so it's not going to be the the new podcast is not going to be so topical that you have to kind of do it like weekly for what's happening that week because it'll be Mm -hmm. you'll have guests on they'll talk about this catharsis part of making something tragic tragic into something funny yeah, so that's, that's why you're able to record. That'll be the beauty yeah. of it. That'll be the beauty of it because part of me was like every week scrambling to find like fast five hot topics for the week, and I'm like, I don't care about this. Like, I don't care about Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. What? And I know, and I, I I used to think that I did, and I just don't anymore. But I do care about Britney. That will never change. You know what? It's so funny that you say Brittany, because when we talked about Corey Larrabee a minute ago and Vicky, I was thinking of that um, video that that guy put out where he's crying, where he's like, leave Brittany alone. I was thinking of like that guy, Corey doing that, like, leave Vicky alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well that's a, another weird correlation with Corey and Brittany is that Corey makes music and they sound like Brittany songs and people make fun of it. But Mary Payne, I really... I really like Corey's music. You said that. This is a Corey promotional. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Corey promo. <laughs> Everybody go check it out. Corey Larry. Um, I listen to his songs in the car. I like them. All right. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> that That's really funny. But when you said that about Britney, I was thinking like, I'm going to say that. And four people are going to know that reference of the leave Britney alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> One of my favorite videos of all time, Chris Crocker. Um, he's awesome. He's like a porn star now. Did you know that? He's got like 1.5 million followers on Instagram. He's a porn star. Okay, well, you know what? He turned a tragedy into a good thing. He could come on your podcast and talk about his transformation. Exactly. And, you know, I I want it to be, um, because my Insta stories are always like, spur of the moment like I'm doing this I'm doing that and those are the kind of things I think of when I have genuine conversation with somebody so if I'm sitting down with like Margaret Josephs who I love um I'm I'm gonna be for Tony's Tea Corner like asking her about the housewives like what were you thinking when like you and your husband pushed um you know Danielle's ex-husband into the pool I'd love to have Margaret back and just talk about like where'd she come from I know that like when she was younger like her mom said spend your last dollar on a lipstick like I'd love to take those dark kind of moments and see how she became this like hilarious intelligent woman yeah because she's so funny so the podcast is only funny people allowed like that's the thing okay well i love that i mean i'm in (laughs) i cannot wait i i I cannot wait that sounds awesome okay we're going to take a small break and when we come back we're talking with anthony lario again we're going to talk about podcasting support for this podcast comes from invent together According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that by increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups. It would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. 
because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. Okay, I'm back with Anthony Lario of Tony's Tea Corner, and now we just learned that's the way it is. New podcast coming out in October. Okay, so you obviously are, well, not obviously, I'd say that. It seems to me that you're a fan of podcasts. So could you tell me what podcasts you listen to and if you have some, like, super interesting ones to recommend? Okay, so I, I have multifaceted brains going on right now because... Um, this, this is not going to seem connected, but it will trust me. So every night before I go to bed, I put on a horror movie because the, (laughs) yes, I know. Yeah. This is why I need to interview myself for, for that's the way it is, Mary (laughs) Payne, because (laughs) there has to be some deep rooted reason why I like horror movies before bed. And, um, I liked, I discovered this podcast lore, which is like scary stories Mm -hmm. And they're, like, true. But, like, some of them I'm like, this can't be real. Like, this is not true. Um, And I like to play that as I'm falling asleep sometimes. That's not crazy. Um, In the afternoon sometimes, like um, Dorinda on Real Housewives in New York, I have to have a 45-minute nap every day like a baby. Yeah. And I will put on, no lie, my favorite murder or one I'm into right now is called Insomniac. And it's, like, the scariest shit you've ever heard. But I'm like, I put it on, it lulls me right to sleep. I know. I know. I love it. And it's like, you know, there's a difference between that, though. And like, I'll put on the Saw movies and people will be like screaming and like cutting off their limbs and stuff. And (laughs) I know. But you know what I think it is? I'm, I'm doing a deep dive. I think that what it is, is whatever is going on in that movie is so much worse than anything that could possibly be stressing me out. And so it makes me feel comforted in a weird way. Like, of course, in my life, Chucky the Killer doll is, like, not going to come to life and attack me. So, like, I'm stressed about, you know, like, my Venmo payments. Like, that's not as bad. (laughs) I know, but does that not bother you to see, like, a leg being cut off or somebody cutting out somebody's eyeballs or whatever? That doesn't bother you? Well, I think I grew up in the theater. And I grew up in acting and and theatrics and, and writing and, like, coming up with some of these, like, ideas myself and writing them down. So I know that it's all acting and it's coming from somebody's mind. And and even though some of the, you know, some there are some things that are off limits for me. Like, I don't like The Purge. I don't like things that are, like, civilized torture. Like, I can't watch The Hunger Games. That's not even a scary movie. But, like, I don't like the idea of civilized like killing. So something that could, so, in your mind, something that could really happen. So you're right. That's what yeah. it is. I think, I think that's what it is. Like handmaid's tale. I can't do. Um, yeah. and, and so, um, but then on the, the lighter side, the podcast that I like, the first one that I was ever really like, Oh my God, I, I need to listen to this every day while I'm doing laundry. was two judgy girls. I know you had Mary on, Some, right? Uh, yeah. It wasn't summer Mary. It was winter Mary, but I had, yeah. Oh, I, winter Mary. Yeah, winter yeah, yeah. Mary. I had Mary on. She's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I love them so much and I've become close with them just through like the Bravo sphere and stuff. And, and I think that they do such a good job of not just being a recap podcast, but you know, like really diving in on not just their opinions, but like who they are 
like I feel like I know Courtney and I know Mary and like I'm totally summer Mary sometimes but then sometimes I'm totally like you know straight to the point left brained like Courtney mm-hmm. so I, I think that they do a good job navigating navigating that and when I was putting out Tony's Tea Corner I kind of thought you know I don't want to be a recap show um, there's so there's I, so I, many you know yeah. There's so many recap shows and and you know I I like to hear people's opinions on things not just what happened and and they're really good at that and and I I enjoy them and I feel like they're they're my friends. Well, they actually maybe they are your friends. Yeah, but before that, before that, before that I was yeah. like I love these girls and they they did a good job organically growing and something that I admire about them is that they never show their faces unless you you really follow them closely. And so like you go on their profile, you you don't see Summer Mary, you don't see Courtney. They're they're their names aren't their names are in the bio, but not their personal Instagram handles. So they personally don't want any fame or any recognition for it. But their content is so amazing. And I've said to them before, like, if you really wanted, like, you two could like go on Amy Phillips, you could two could go on Darren's show on the CW, like do this. And it's like they don't really want to do it. Yeah, you know, I find that that's interesting with some podcasters. Some podcasters really do not want their face out there. And I've interviewed several where their name, I'll give you an example, Southern Fried Tree Crime, Erica Kelly, who like I'm buddies with and I email with her. And, you know, I consider her a friend. Her last name is not Kelly. And I, I, don't, I, mm. I don't know her last name. It, you know, it's, it's yeah. er, everything's Erica Kelly and it's a pseudonym. And a lot of people do that, I think, especially if they cover crime because they want to you know, protect themselves from any weirdos out there. Like the girls from a date with Dateline, they don't say where they live. They don't, they don't yeah. say their last names and their faces, same thing, rarely out there. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally, I feel that. And I feel like maybe that's why the podcasting space has taken off like it has, because it gives you control over what is shared and what isn't. And like, like going back to this, like what, what we were talking about earlier, where you know, we've had these reality shows come to us and and production companies. But part of it is you really have to want it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you like and I would be into doing it, but I don't want it so badly that I'm putting in any of the work. And one of the producers said to me, like, this could have already been on TV if like you really put in the work and we're shopping it around like we are. And I'm like, well, I really don't. I don't really feel like doing it. Yeah, so. like you mean the whole the whole shopping it around, like putting together like a promo and then promoting yourself yes. and trying to get it get it to a network or whatever. You don't, yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Yes, and I will never put any of my own money into something like that. And and so I think like after when I knew these things were being shopped around, and you know they had cut together certain promos and stuff, I said, you know what, I want to kind of take things into my own hands and, and, and start my podcast. Um, and, and I think that might be the mindset of, of certain other people too, like people who either, you know, have wanted to be on reality shows or are former cast members of reality shows. The podcast is the perfect way to, you know, to put that out there and have your own control over it. Yeah, I think I think your point is good. I think that don't spend your own money on it uh, because yeah. you know if somebody's willing to 
uh, throw money at the situation and film you, and then you don't have to worry like, well, it didn't get picked up or whatever. You're mm -hmm. not out, you know, $400,000 or, you know, whatever insane amount of money it would be to shoot something like that. Yes. And they so, put contingencies on you, though, which I don't like, like restrictions. And you can't say this and you can't say that. I'm like, okay, so you want me to actually legit, like, get on my email with you, contact these these uh, networks and set up meetings. It's like, I'm it, one of my like b bad things about me is I can be really lazy if I'm not creatively fulfilled, mm -hmm. and I totally recognize that. And I'm like, I, I'm not feeling it right now. I'm being too lazy. So I think that's why I need somebody like a producer, or I need somebody like an assistant or an unpaid intern to just be like, all right, get up and do this because I'm good at keeping other people in check, just not myself. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> admitting you have a problem is the is the first step, right? Mm -hmm. The very first step into change. And and so, yeah, you're right. Do you have um, any other um, podcasts? We've got Lore, which is such a good one. And yeah. uh, Two Judgy Girls. We've got both sides here. Yeah. Um, so I've list, I, I started getting into like some political podcasts. Okay. And I like to hear everybody, what everybody thinks. Mm -hmm. um, and one that's like really vulgar, and I don't recommend that, that people really listen to, is, um, <laughs> is, is Steven Crowder's. I'm not recommending it. But he's such an asshole. And sometimes like when I'm like a little bit hungover and I like need to just laugh at how absurd something is, uh -huh. I'll put it on just because some of the things that because he was a comedian on on Comedy Central for a while okay. and then he started the whole change my mind thing so I'm really into like meme culture and like what is this change my mind thing like who is this guy so I started listening to it and I would listen to it when I was hungover or like annoyed and I'd be like tell this guy to just shut the frig up and so that's another one um, and then also do you do you like um, Seth Rodelsky? Do you know who he is? He's a Broadway yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like his podcast, but it's from uh, shoot, I forget the title. Um, Seth Rodelsky. Yeah, he. I can't tell if it's from his YouTube show, and they just took the audio and put it into podcast form. Yeah. Um, and so it's just like he has like these Broadway people on and they talk about riffs and stuff, all stuff that's like yeah. was my, yeah. He did have a show. I don't know if he still does. He did have a show on XM. I don't know if it was on Stars or what, but he would have Broadway people on. And um, that's how I first heard about him was um, he had some XM show. Yeah, yeah. He, he's awesome. And and it's I like listening to all these different things because, you know, I I do have this like Broadway side to me. Um, and severe interest in that. And and with my Tony's Tea Corner, like my friend Kevin was in Mean Girls on Broadway and I was Aww. like, you know what? Like I got to have him on. But then my audience like wasn't super receptive to it because I had, I had brought on so many housewives people. So that was another one of my reasons. Like I want to talk to who I want to talk to. You know what I mean? I think, that, I think that's very interesting how you're reframing the whole thing. And now it's going to be about this whole catharsis idea because then you can really have anybody on. It doesn't have to be... Uh, housewife bravo related it just has to be somebody that's funny that has a good story because I, I that's my whole thing i love a good story oh you're right mary Payne. and you know i i think that you know my, my for example i think my audience is primarily uh gay men and then women above the age of like 35 okay, i think that, that's like my audience that's me and yeah amazing <laughs> and and i had on one time my friends kyle and connor 
and they're like two of my best friends in the whole world and they're just like your typical straight bro frat guys and this was some somewhere in the middle of my kind of whole library um and the res- it was my most listened to episode oh. um but it got the the worst feedback and I actually had like multiple people DM me who didn't know me, who just were like fans of the show being like, I really didn't like that episode. Like if I wanted to hear like, you know, frat bros be assholes, I would have just gone to like, go, go visit Villanova University, which is where I went to college. <laughs> and um, I'm like, you know, I, I, I have friends from all sides of of life, sexualities, everybody. And, and you know, if you can't, and it's not their fault. They they signed up for my podcast to listen to me bitch and dish and stuff. And so they didn't like it when, when it was changed. And and it, it's a twofold. Like, you feel happy that people are committed enough to give you feedback. And then you take that feedback and, and you work it. So Yeah, you're, it's nice to have an opinion. But like I always say, if you're going to leave a review, please leave a nice one. Just yes. Like your, just like your mom says, like, you have nothing nice to say just don't say it at all don't say it at all keep it to yourself yeah um okay so we're going to end this podcast but because i've talked so much about your instagram and stuff i want you to tell everybody where they can find you and then can i assume that all the info for your new podcast will be there as well 100 percent. you can find me on instagram at anthony lario a-n-t-h-o-n-y L-A-R-I-O and you can you know check out my story highlights there's some skits in there and um, keep your eyes on my page and there's going to be more info about uh, that's the way it is coming out in the fall and also Mary Payne you are one of the first people to say my last name right Lario? yeah what do other people people say? they say Lario uh, really just Lario and, and the proper way to do it is Lario and, and I didn't even know that until I went to college because people started saying Lario and I was like what are you saying no it's Lario Lario well I li- I've, li- I've listened enough to, to hear you yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. okay alright great well listen that's a score one for me yeah score some more multiple Okay, so everybody go and check him out on Instagram, and you can still check out Tony's Tea Corner. It's still there. For sure. Very, very, very funny episodes there. And, of course, you can always find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the places at Pain in the Pod. And thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, when uh, That's the Way This comes out, you'll come back and talk about that. I would love to. I would love to so much, Mary. And thank you so, so much for having me. And I'd love to have you on my show one day, too. Ah, I would love it. Thank you, Anthony.